And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. What do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump-hump bar, or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, this is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. How you doing there, Billy? I'm doing real good, and I hope everyone who is listening is doing fantastic as well. Yeah, it's been a pretty good few days. Not too bad. Uh, got one more day before I get a weekend off. So uh-huh. get tomorrow in. We're going to go down, I was telling you, while I go to the dinosaur exhibit in Cleveland Saturday. <coughs> Taking the boys up there, so should say up, not down. But uh, looking forward to that. Uh, cool. Well, the Indians did it. Yeah, that's what I heard. I just yeah. uh, caught 20, the notification. 22 wins. Broke a record that's been held since 1935. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I wasn't going to be upset if they lost, because last time I looked, they were losing. In the top of the seventh, two to one. Oh, really? And I wasn't going to be upset one way or the other because what I was waiting for somebody to get on Facebook and start being like, you know how some damn people are. Get on there and be oh, like, yeah. man, them Indians, I knew they weren't going to do it. I'll be like, man, when's the last time your damn team won 21 wins in a row? That's what I, I mean. Hell, a lot of Braves, they ain't never, I don't know if they've ever come close to 21 wins in a row, even in their heyday. That's a quite right. an achievement. I mean, when yeah. you think about it, there's 162 games in a season. They play most of these consecutively with a day off here and there. Right. 22 of those 162 wins are in a row, or 162 games are wins in a row. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, this seems like too many games, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been that way for 100 years, though, man. It ain't never going to change. I've heard that argument before, and I've heard, and I know where they're coming from, but believe it or not, you can go back and look, and it's been the same since, damn, I don't know how long. It's been a while. It's been a long while, 162 games. That's not like a modern era. That's like been around forever. <laughs> I was actually sh- shocked that they brought in replay to baseball, which I fucking hate. But I, I was shocked they brought that in. Uh, that probably goes back to the days when the only way to, you know, see a ball game was to go to one. <laughs> right, right. Before TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh. 
I mean, I guess because the reason why there's so many games, I think it's because of the scheduling of, uh, I mean, you couldn't do 16 or 20 games like you could with football. It'd be oh, no, to, no. It'd be next to impossible. I mean, you could, but it wouldn't really give you what I would consider a legitimate champion, you know. Cause I mean, you maybe the argument, and, yeah, maybe the argument is, you know, the stamina to right. play consistently well for that long, yeah. Now, basketball, I think that's the longest bunch of shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that, that season's a little too long, too. Well, I mean, it's only 82 games. But the playoffs go on for damn ever, man. By the time the playoffs are over with, you got a little bit of a break and the season starts back up. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's already starting up. I'm like, man, I can't believe it. It seems like it just ended. And I mean, that, uh, you know, at least, you know, by the end of October, baseball's over. It don't come back to preseason to March. And I mean, it's like unbelievable how long fat by basketball just goes on forever. Well, I wanted to make mention, I did send you a text, and I'm making the first mention of it here on here. Uh, I told Christopher to take a listen either tonight or tomorrow when he got a chance. I've sent him a text, and he's looking into it, some kind of way of possibly getting any funding or backing or loan or however the case we can do it, possibly uh, looking to get a radio station. Uh, I know it's a long, hard wall, uh, struggle, may not happen, may happen, I don't know. But it's like I text him, if you don't take a risk, you ain't got no gain. You know, I don't want to die thinking woulda, shoulda, coulda. <laughs> so yeah. if I get a shot at it, I'm going to take it no matter what the risk is. Because once I, you know, we get in the door, now I'm going to tell you, not bragging, and I might be partial because he's my brother, but not bragging, this motherfucker is smart. Right. I don't know if he's ever had his IQ checked, but if he has or if he hasn't, it don't matter. I know it's at least a buck fifty or better. He's that smart. Right, right. So if he puts the passion, if he has the same passion as I do to do this, and he's already told me if we do this, I want one show, you know, probably like a Saturday, like I told him a Saturday or something, where I talk on mental health, because that's what he is, a neurotherapist. Okay. And I said, hey, I don't care. That could be a great Saturday show, because that's when they usually fill in on talk radio, with stuff like gardening and things like that. And... uh I mean, yeah, they put that shit. I used to have to listen. I used to go to work on Saturday morning. And I always listened to talk radio, and it didn't matter what was on. So I had to go to work listening to WSB. Right. Somebody talk about planting damn tulips. I just didn't give a shit, but it was noise that I could hear on the way to work. <laughs> right, right. But uh, so we're gonna give it a shot, see what happens. He's supposed to be looking into it and researching it. <laughs> um, I know in his field he does know people and things, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, just extend the invitation still to you if you want to. Wanted to later on come on board or whatever the case may be. Uh, oh yeah, I'd, I'd definitely check into it with you. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. this would be a legitimate on the air type stations. What we're looking into, not no internet. Not that I'm against internet radio. I just still may be thinking that's the future. But this is not the internet radio. This is a legitimate antenna in the air signal, and uh, that's what we're talking about. And uh, see how it goes. But if he's got the passion, like I said, to do this, and he puts the same amount of passion into it, I'm not the brains behind the outfit. It's like I told him. Once I got my foot in the door, I think I would catch on to certain aspects, get certain things done. But as far as getting like a business, you know, whatever he called it, portfolio or whatever the hell you call that shit, done, that's not my forte. I don't know shit. And he knows how to pick up how much expenses you're going to need, salaries, blah, 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 blah,
He knows how to do all that. Me, right. I don't know squat. So he'd be the one to be able to handle that. I'm just the mouth behind the business. You get the business rolling, I'll run my mouth and keep it running. That's all I know to do. So, <laughs> gotcha. But I do, have, I do have some ideas as far as advertising goes. I do have some ideas in that area. But we'll see how it goes. Went and saw it. Oh, go ahead. If you had something. No, I was just going to say there's no reason why um, you couldn't um, have a have a broadcast station and do the streaming as well. Do the oh, internet. yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to do that. And uh, really, the way things are today, I mean, getting a transmitter and getting an FCC license would probably be, you know, where you'd have to be careful. Right. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see what he finds out. Well, it's like I told him. He's in the same mind frame I am. I told him I told him right off the rip, I want it to be all talk. I don't want any music involved. And he said, well, that right there goes ahead and takes a lot of problems out of the way right there. He said, when you don't want to do music radio, you don't have to worry about license to play the music. Nah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. So I said, yeah, I don't want a music station. And anymore, it's not worth it because, right. you know, the, there's just not a whole lot of successful music stations out there. Um, you know, one of the exceptions would be like, say, classic rock stations, and they're not enormously successful, but at least they have an audience. And, you know, because people that listen to those stations, they're, you know, construction workers or whatever, and they got right. you know, guys working in the garage and they got the, the radio playing all day. It's like background. And they listen to all the, you know, the BS about the Indians and the calves and all that in between the songs. And that's, it's very, uh, you know, it's very geared to that type of audience. But top 40 stations, the only time they have an audience is morning drive and afternoon drive, and that's it. Right. <clears throat> right. And people, want, and people wonder why, uh, you know, top 40 stations play the same songs all the time. It's because their audience listens so infrequently that they don't want to lose their audience because their, their audience might tune in and, and want to hear the latest from Taylor Swift or what have you, and they don't hear it. So they put those on high rotation because they know that their audience is only going to be listening at certain times. Oh, yeah. There's some of them songs you'll hear twice in an hour, man. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Whereas ah. classic rock, you know, getting back to the classic rock, you know, th those types of stations, they're on all day in work environments. So you, you have a different a different type of listenership there. And you know what? To, to navigate that nowadays, because when it comes right down to it, your favorite song is as close as your phone, man. It's oh, yeah. Something. Oh yeah, there's many a times I'll be on my I'll be at work, and uh, I'll be at work, and all of a sudden a song will pop in my head I want to hear. When I go on break, I put my auxiliary cord that's in my car into my phone, and I'll just bring it up on YouTube and listen to it. Right. Just pop it on, listen to it right there. I'm like, why bother? You know, have it. I mean, if they're not going to play it, I'll play it. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I find I mean, we've we've said it before. Music radio as a whole is dying, and I mean, some of these ones that are successful, we, you're going to uh, slowly but surely see them start to go in the pot. And if you're a music, I know I have DJs on my Facebook and stuff. If you're in the radio and you're in the music DJ, music radio, I'm not trying to be a bearer of bad news, but I'm just letting you know you're on a sinking ship. <laughs> I'm just being honest with the way technology is going. No, it won't survive. The only reason why talk for radio will survive is for one reason, one reason only, the DJ, the personality themselves. Yeah, it's personality driven. Exactly. Yeah. It has People get on there to hear what you want, got to say. They want to hear the information you're giving. So that's the reason why it will survive. 
They can't just tap into a YouTube phone. Now, they can get the news, but they can't just listen to any personality they want through a phone except through maybe a podcast or something. That's still, you don't get certain ones. Whereas on a radio station, you can hear different variety or whatever. So, yeah, it's... uh. Yeah, that'll survive for a while if you know i don't see it going anywhere like i said last year it beat it like four to one talk radio beat music radio like four to one oh West. yeah it's the number one format absolutely yeah sure oh yeah. yeah and if you would have said that 30 years ago they looked at you like you're a fool yeah. there was no way that was the case yeah. but uh i did go see it yet and uh my brother was right it is going to be two parts that was what they called chapter one and, oh uh, yeah well, i hate that but it was good, man. It was very well done. I was very impressed. I thought it was a very good movie. I'm kind of glad they did it in two chapters because I wasn't thinking about it before. The very first one was a, like a three or four part miniseries. And you had flashbacks in, in between here and there. It was made for TV. And you mm-hmm. had the flashbacks between the young and the old. If they would have done that in one movie... Right. You wouldn't have gotten everything you needed, or it would have been so much crammed into one movie. You know, it would have been a long-ass movie, and it was already two and a half hours. Okay. So, so I mean, it was. It's, I think it's going to be a pretty good production once it's all said and done. But uh, it was good. I liked it. I know you've heard about it, the iPhone 8. Uh, right. You think it's worth a 1000 bucks? Well, that's the 10. Oh, is that the 10? Yeah. Damn, they're is. talking about the 10? What the hell is it? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Damn! Where the hell did yeah, that go? I ain't even heard about there, that. Yeah, there, there's two versions of the eight. Okay, there's. Uh, I, I presume I, I don't know specifically, but from what I understand, it's just like there's two versions of the of the six and the seven. Right. And, and then there's one that they call it, it's a Roman numeral ten. It's an X, and that one is nine ninety nine. How much is the eight going to be? I don't have them in front of me, but they're, I don't know, seven fifty and eight well fifty or something two. like that. Yeah, you might as well spend. I know it sounds crazy, but you might as well spend one hundred fifty dollars more and get the ten. Well, the seven is probably going to drop. So. Oh, okay. I, I I um. I got a six, but uh. Yeah, I got a six plus, and uh, I for some reason yeah. I just I wasn't that excited about the seven and uh, now this phone is starting to look a little old you know it's kind of beat so i was kind of holding out for the eight and, and like you said for for what it's you know gonna be worth i mean might as well get the 10 yeah and you know what's amazing <laughs> you can find macbooks for that amount of money oh yeah <laughs> and Hell, uh, I, you could just about build a pc for that price yeah, oh sure you could yeah yeah oh yeah I mean, this, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I doubt I'll get an eight or a ten anytime soon. If they bring the price down real low on the sevens, I might look into that. But I yeah. just can't pay. I can't see paying eight hundred dollars for no damn phone. You know how much studio equipment I can buy with eight hundred fucking dollars? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what though? The other side of the coin though is this. Uh, I'm not that much into phones, um, as you know. I'm, I'm a media guy. I, I, I like equipment. And and the only problem that I have is the phones themselves, for the most part, are getting better and better all the time. The video on them is really, really good. I just did a video for uh, a small group here in town, and I, I and I it was un, unexpected. So when I went over there, they said, well, let's just shoot it right now. I didn't have any stuff with me, so I used my phone. And I'm telling you, it did a fantastic job. Now, I, I did edit it on a computer, but <clears throat> what I was getting at was – 
if 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 you're considering buying some of these attachments, these extra lenses and this and these different audio gear for your phone, and you're starting to spend hundreds of dollars, my my philosophy is you might as well use a real camera, or you right. might as well use a real recording setup. You know what I mean? So as long as you stay within the confines of the phone, if you stay within the limitations that the phone has, you can actually do a fantastic job. And when you consider that it's not just a phone, but it's essentially a a computer, you know, the power that's in your phone now, and I don't know exactly what's in these newer phones, but my guess is there's considerably more horsepower in those things that were in computers, you know, 10 or 15, 20 years ago. So... You have a, a communications device, you have a phone, you have a computer, you have a processor, you have memory, you have internet access, you have a camera, you have a video camera, you have a recording setup, you have all that in your hand. To me, that's that, that's probably worth $1,000. You know what I mean? If, for those of us that are into that type of thing. Right, right. You know. Yeah, it does have, uh, yeah, the video and the pictures, they've gotten extremely, man, I tell you, I remember when a flip phone back in the day, you take a picture, you couldn't even make the damn dude out. No, no, no. It no. was awful. God, it was awful. But, yeah, they've gotten a whole hell of a lot better now. Uh, pixel ratings are unbelievable. That's yeah. the difference I know between the 7 and the 6 mainly is there's a little bit better pixel rating. And I got, a bu- I got a buddy that's really, really technically astute. I mean, he's got a really good-looking resume when it comes to computer stuff. And for a long time, he lived and breathed Apple. And I don't know what happened, okay? Something about this, this new direction the company has gone, but he's been, like, really down on him. And I ran across one of his Facebook posts, and he he's currently has a Samsung phone, and he's, he's pretty sure he's not going to get the, uh, the new phones from Apple. He says they're overpriced. And like the face recognition and all that, that, that technology has been around a long time. Yeah. There's really, nothing, yeah, there's really nothing new about that. No, everybody's going crazy, bat, bat shit crazy over it. And I'm like, that's been around a while, man. Yeah, that's been around a while. And and, and it, other than that, you know, the talking points for a long time has, well, it's got a better processor. It's got a better camera. That's what they've said about every phone for like yeah, every, five years. Every phone <laughs> that know? comes out, that's what's better. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I... There's a lot of things. I have not studied really what's gone on with the Apple company over the past few years, but um, it's gone a different direction. And it seems like some of this innovation that was their hallmark uh, in years past doesn't seem to be there. Mm. So they're always going to have their loyalists. I'm probably one of them. Um, but you know, I, but I use PC products as well. I use a combination of both and, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to, to, to find out what happens here. Samsung also now, uh, is really going after the phone market very, uh, aggressively and, and, and the reviews on those galaxies and those similar phones, the, the, the cameras and those things have always gotten stellar reviews. I mean, oh, really wow. good. Yeah. So We'll find out what happens. Yeah, I'd have to try one out. I'm so used. I'm like you. I'm so used to the iPhone now. Not to say that. The only thing I like about the iPhone too is the podcast. I like the podcast app. That's one of my favorite things, man. I just love that thing. I listen to a lot of them. So I mean, I download one. I listen to them on the way to work, on the way home from work. I hardly ever listen to radio anymore. So I mean, I just listen to that. So, all right. I want to talk about this real quick. This is where I'm going to get into some deep water on some things that uh. 
You may just sit and listen. If you got to want to jump in for the ride, you can. If not, I'll spit it out as fast as I can. We'll get through it on to the next topic. I had a person on Facebook put a post up this past few days ago. And I'm not here to bash anybody. I'm here to explain why I know this is BS. And I'm not saying it in any kind of bad way. First of all, I want to tell you this is coming from someone that has 30 years of experience in research. So if I know somebody that's a 30 years experience in construction, mechanic, whatever the case may be, radio, whether I agree with them or not, I'm going to like hold some kind of credibility to what they're saying. Oh, yeah. So, so that's all I'm saying. This is something I've researched for 30 years or better, right at 30 years. But somebody put a post about the Pope on there. And I didn't know anything about it. And then they made the statement. And I don't know if you've heard this news. Have you ever heard of CruxNow.com? C-R-U-X-Now.com? I have, I have no idea what that is. I don't either. This is where the news source came from. I'm not saying that doesn't make it credible. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying I've never heard of them. Now, here's where it got me kind of weird is because of why I don't believe much about the news source. I didn't read it for myself. That's not saying it wasn't there because I went back and kind of went through the article, didn't really read it word for word, and I never saw what I was looking for. But that's not to say it's not there. But either this was an all-out lie article or somebody got their information construed or whatnot. But this person claims that the, the Pope went into the UN and professed to be the Antichrist. <laughs> okay. Now, this is where I'm going to tell you a little bit. This is where I'm just going to say what i got to say and then leave it at that. We'll go to the next topic. Here's where this is the BS part of it. <laughs> All right. Now, if you, this is only for, you know, whether you're a believer or don't believer, it don't make no difference. I'm just going to break it down to you for, a separate, for an explanation real fast, real quick. All right. All right, now, a lot of people say the Bible's full of symbolism, and I do agree that it has some, but a sure. lot of the Bible is very direct. It's not, per se, so much symbolism. As a matter of fact, as I'm mentioning the Antichrist, which is mentioned in several locations, pretty much, without knowing his nationality and his name, we know pretty much everything we need to know about the guy. I mean, it's pretty direct information there about him. Okay. Um... It tells about him in great detail is what I'm saying. Um, a lot of movies, a lot of things that really gets me sick is Hollywood tries to make him out to be like when he's a kid, like Omen and stuff. Like he's a kid and he grows up and he's, you know, causing tornadoes in the neighborhood and shit and all that. And that's all a bunch of BS too. Because probably in all probability the guy will come from a, if it's indeed true or not, whether you believe or don't believe, he'll probably come from a prestigious home, one of wealth. Um, it states things like about changing calendars he'll do and, and every eye will be able to see him and all this kind of stuff. And he'll come when the world's in chaos. And a tragic event will happen, which I ain't going into, but a tragic event will happen, which will cause him to take play, uh, leadership in the world. But the fact of the matter is, when he comes, what I'm, I'm not saying the Pope may be involved somehow. I'm not doing that and then going into that either. But as far as him being the Antichrist, not the case. But when he comes, uh, he's not going to. He would not come on the scene saying, "Hey, everybody at the UN, I'm the Antichrist." That's not what he's going to do. So it's it's really 
whether you believe or don't believe, this whole article is contradictory to anything. That's what I'm saying because the Bible plainly describes him, even to where he'll come out, what kingdom he'll rise out of, that it makes no sense. He's not going to come telling who he is by that name. So that's just stupidity. I just wanted to clarify that. I told her if she wanted to listen. I'm not going to name names, but I told them if they wanted to listen, I'd clarify that for them so they could understand it. That that would make no sense for him to come. Plus, like I said, when it does, the whole world's going to know. It's not going to be some news article on cruxnow.com. <laughs> but anyway. Right. Have you heard about this ESPN analyst, Jamel Hill? Yes. Now, isn't it, you know, and I'm not a truck, you know, I'm not backing it, you know, but it is kind of odd that a few years ago, Hank Williams Jr., which he's back now, but Hank Williams Jr. was doing Monday Night Football, was on a morning show, I don't know if it was today's show, Good Morning America, whatever show he was on, I can't remember exactly, but they asked him some questions about President Obama, and he just said he didn't think he was that great, he didn't like he didn't agree with him, he didn't, you know, whatever. And they fired him. This woman says Trump's a bigot and a white supremacist, and they pretty much give her a slap on the wrist and nothing happens. Yeah. So, I mean, whether you agree with a man or disagree with a man, yeah, that's all well and fine. I'm not the hugest Trump supporter myself, as we all know. But the fact of the matter is, if you're going to fire one man when Obama was in office, you got to respect the pre- office of the presidency. If your if your reason is because they said something against the president, how could you keep this person for saying he's a bigot and a white supremacist? It's almost like a double standard. Yeah, I would have to study this a little bit. The here's the thing: free speech rights have nothing to do with your employer. Okay. Free speech rights specifically have to do with Congress passing laws to shut up the public. That's what that's what free speech protects. That cannot be done. Okay. If you work at a retail store and your boss tells you, I don't want you talking politics to the customers, and a customer comes in and you start running your mouth, you can get fired. That has nothing to do with the United States government. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, what you really have to look at here, and I don't, re- I, I vaguely remember the thing with Hank Williams Jr., but that was probably between him and ABC. Uh, I believe Monday Night Football at that time was on ABC. I'm not sure where it is now. It's on ESPN, which they're connected, but it's a different, you know, obviously a different station. That was when Monday Night Football got high ratings on ABC on Monday night. Um, now getting back to Jamil Hill, um, she's on ESPN. And we would really have to check the the context of this. If, if she said something like, in my opinion, the president uh-huh. is this, that, and the other thing, and ESPN didn't want to do anything about it, that's between her and ESPN. Right. And the well, guy, I mean, I think, it, I think it all boils down to ESPN one way or the other, if they want to keep her or not. Yeah, um, and, and then and then the other thing is is the public's reaction. One well, of yeah. my one of the things that I always say 
getting back to free speech rights. It's just because the government won't shut you up doesn't mean you can get away with things in terms of the public because you have no rights in the court of public opinion. It don't matter if if it's just or not. Right. If the public decides they don't like you because of what you said, it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Oh, yeah. People's careers have been ruined just because of one yeah. statement they said in entertainment or anything for that matter. And if there's too much of a backlash against her, you know, that's just something that, uh, you know, her bosses and her are going to have to contend with as best they can. Yeah. You know, the free speech aspect of this and, and whether or not she should be fired based upon that really doesn't enter into it. So, um, you know, it, it's not uh, we talked about this the other day. I really do not like the fact that politics is in everything now. And, and I know the argument as well. If you have a voice, you should use it and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, the problem is, is that nobody ever shuts up. Well, it's, yeah. every, it, it's everywhere you go. Well, they're using their voice, but they're taking no action. There's a different thing. That's yeah, and that's a, that, that's a, yeah, that's another thing entirely. Uh, I mean, I mean, just some to of sit these, around and talk don't mean shit. Yeah, and some of these grand gestures, which do nothing but inflame the public, which, which, which this whole thing with the national anthem and all that—it's grandstanding. It's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, uh, I, I don't have a reaction to it. I mean, that—that's your right not to do that if you if if you don't want to stand. I don't have a problem with that at all. That is, a, you can burn the flag legally if you want to, as long yeah. as you're not creating a fire hazard. You know, right. Uh, but there's nothing stopping you from doing it. And we get focused on these on these types of gestures. And we don't get focused on some of these people who have power and influence actually getting in the community and doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what that's what what irritates me um, is some of these people who have the power to actually do something to organize you know, getting involved in your community, encouraging people to become police officers if, if they feel that there's a problem there. Just like the uh, uh, the Dallas police chief did. He's re- he's he's no longer the, the police chief there. But he said, hey, we're taking applications. You want to make the system better? Get involved. Yeah. You know, and when I mean when I mean action and doing something, I don't mean necessarily protesting or doing oh, no. gestures. I mean, if it's just even something like making a petition or doing something. You know, something like that, or voting, or whatever. If there's a person you really have confidence in to vote for, go out and vote. Whatever the case may be, I'm just talking about if all you're doing is talking, blowing hot air. Well, that's just it. I mean, we are so focused on protesting now, and everybody hearing, being heard, having their opinions heard. We're really good at protesting. We're not really good at taking action. Doesn't that sound like the '60s to you all over again? I, I don't know. The, I, the 60s the were a little different. Yeah, the, the 60s were a little different. But th- there was a lot of the same aspects. A lot of the same aspects right, of, right. of what's going on. Now. So I know it was different absolutely. issues. I mean, I know the issues were different. But I'm just meaning like everybody protests and everything. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say that there was more sincerity in, in the 60s movement. What, what you have now, especially now getting back to the phones. Everybody wants to be the latest viral video. Uh, yeah. Every you, you 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 take a look at these protests now, and everybody is 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 got their phone up. They're all they're taping themselves or taping each other. And I, I don't know that it's 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 not as much about the issue as it is raising some hell and getting it on social me- social media. 
and, and being on the six o'clock news. And quite frankly, I think the, the regular media feeds into a lot of this too. They, they know that the, you know, trouble in the hometown is, is a great lead for the six o'clock news. And, uh, they go out there hoping to see somebody's ass getting dragged down the street. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, the sensationalism of all this, you know, it's, it's like the, the famous quote, full of sound and fury signifying nothing. That is what these, that's what these protests have, have become. They've become pillars of protest and they've become models of inaction. It's always somebody else's fault. Somebody else has to fix the problem and I'm here to talk about it. Everybody's talking about it. Nobody's doing anything. And uh, that's kind of one of my pet peeves. I just really, to me, that's probably what's happening here recently is the protest has become the the show. The cause has taken a backseat. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I agree. It is. It's, it's like uh, trying to one-up stage, upstage one another. This party's got to do this, so that party's going to do that, you know. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's no cause involved. You ask, you can tell that because when you go out there and you start talking to some of these protesters, they don't even know what the hell they're there for. Yeah. Most of them, you get out there and start asking them, well, okay, what are you doing here today? Uh, I'll tell you right now, this has got a, this guy changed like a bunch of backwoods fucking hillbillies. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, if you're a hillbilly, I'm not knocking you, but I'm just saying. That's what they sound like. And you listen to even take go back to the monuments, Robert E. Lee. They them damn Nazis and whatever the hell they were, white supremacists, they were going I saw a video, whatever going down through there and interviewing them. Sound like a bunch of damn dimwits. Oh yeah. I mean dumber than shit. And they and they're doing things now where they're doing these if you go on YouTube you can find them where they're going out in the streets and asking young people to you know stuff that people should every damn day know. Like who gave the Gettysburg address? They can't even tell you. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Huh? <laughs> no shit. Well, the, the the only the other point I would add into this and then you can let this go if you want to is is um, on on both sides of the political spectrum, we're getting to the point now where we're beyond ideologues. What we're getting into now is political cults. Yeah, that's what they that's what they are becoming. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. It does. It, they have no intention of of trying to work something out with you. They have no intention of trying to understand your point. No, they worship dis- their man no matter what they do. If if you disagree with me. You are an enemy to my way of life. That's what it comes down to. Everybody else outside of your circle is the enemy, and that is a hallmark of a cult. And the thing about it is – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say, and we are are on on the verge now of what were once the fringe radical extreme and a very small percentage. That percentage now is getting larger on both ends, and they're becoming cults. Exactly. They, they have they have an alternative reality, and I th- I'm, it's getting to the point now where it's getting very dangerous. It's getting and very. The sad dangerous. thing about it is, it's nice. It's cool that you say not cool, but you're right when you say cult, because I think the vast majority of them are brainwashed and don't realize it. Oh yeah, I think they're brainwashed. They have been brainwashed by the media, 
brainwashed by the politicians themselves and uh it's just it's gotten if you listen to some of the rhetoric that comes through the media and these politicians it's no wonder they're not brainwashed they're brainwashed if you if i would if my mind wasn't stable and i couldn't understand what these nuts was saying i'd be brainwashed but i don't grasp everything they say and i was taught a long time ago just because somebody says it don't mean it's right I go and I research to see what they're talking about and say, hey, does this make sense? And if it don't, I, it where it, I put it where it needs to go in the damn trash. But these people, can't, they are beyond. They've been brainwashed so bad that they're beyond even able to think for themselves. These Trump supporters or any of the other supporters, I'm just using Trump as an example because he's president. If it was Hillary, I'd say him, her. But they're so bound and determined. To follow him and listen to anything he says, the man could get up and say anything tomorrow, and they will they will post it on Facebook and stand by it, no matter damn what it is. And if anybody says anything against it, by God, they're assholes. Yeah. And you're brainwashed, people. If you're listening, your ass is brainwashed, whether you want to admit it or not. You know damn well there's some shit he said, some shit he's done, it don't make a damn bit of sense if you sit and think about it. Get yourself quiet in a room. Get away from the damn television, Fox, or whatever damn network you watch. Get away from it for a little while, and you sit and you start thinking for yourself for a little bit. You'll realize some of that. How in the hell could anybody listen to that damn Boy Scout speech and think that shit was all right? If you by God, hell, you'd have to be brainwashed to think that shit was all right. That's one of the worst speeches I've heard in my entire life by any president. <laughs> Period. Bar yeah. none. That was the biggest total shit I ever listened to. I thought his damn campaign speeches was bad. Hell, that ain't nothing till I heard that. But, I mean, I wish you the best, and, but I hope you come out of it. I hope you come out of that fog. I'm not going to live in a damn fog. It don't make a damn who the president is. And he stated that his genes... Sticking with that, Donald Trump said his genes was his secret to his success. I thought it was that. Mo- I thought it was the millions of dollars his daddy gave him. Yeah, I was going to say the inheritance probably had something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I, I mean, I can put on a nice pair of jeans, but if my daddy gave me millions of dollars, hey, I have some good success. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Maher, somebody like that, said that it's, it's pretty easy to 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 score when you're born rounding third base. Right. Exactly. Yeah, here I am just trying to get the damn first or second, and he's already made it home before I even got a chance to breathe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah it is easy to score when you're coming around third. He ain't struggled. What the hell's he struggled with? Show me some struggles except for the times he, caught, he filed bankruptcy and got right back out of debt. He wasn't really struggling like me and you struggled. No, and those were strategic bankruptcies. Those were manipulating the system. I'm sure, just like his taxes yeah. that he won't fucking reveal. Somebody put on Facebook the other day, should he reveal something about Obama's birth certificate and this and this and this? I said, yeah, as soon as he reveals his fucking taxes. Tit for tat, man. But he ain't going to do that, nor will he ever. You Trump supporters that think it's all right for him not to do that, don't you think there's something there to hide if he ain't going to do it? Come on, man. Shit. Get your head out of your ass. Every president for how many years has done it, and he's the only one that ain't going to do it? 
Oh, he's just standing up for what he believes. He ain't standing up for shit. He's protecting his ass. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Until I see him myself and I see there's nothing to it, then I'll believe it. And I'll admit I was wrong. But no, I don't think I am. I think there's something somewhere deep down there. And you can, you can, if you buy it, I, I'm, just not, I'm not buying that shit. There ain't no yeah. way in the world that he's just doing that to make a, make a statement. Well, I'll, I'll leave you with this about the Jameel Hill, okay? Okay. Like I, like I said, I don't have an issue, here again, not knowing the full context of what she said, especially if she qualified it with, you know, this is my opinion. All right. Right. When a newscaster, which is different, she's not a newscaster. When yeah. a newscaster when it says something as a matter of fact, that's a little different. But as long as you're giving your opinion, I don't have a problem with Jamil Hill saying whatever she wants to say. And but I'm consistent. OK, I, I don't like to, to I don't like to support everybody running out and trying to get somebody fired every time they say something you don't like. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. No, I'm not. And as, either. and as far as I'm concerned, she can say what she wants. But so can Laura Ingram. So can a conservative. Right. And we don't have that consistency. As long as, as the person is on your side, you're, you're willing to defend you know, what they said. But when somebody you don't like says something, then you want to get them fired. Well, no, it can't be that way. We have too much of that going on. People should be able to speak freely and let the free market take care of who gets listened to and who doesn't. Right. That, that's my that's my thing. I, I, I don't know exactly what Jamil Hill said, but I'm not one to try to get her fired. No. And I don't support those constant movements that we have. Constantly, somebody says something, and they have to go out there and give this apology, or they have to do this. I'm I'm sick and tired of that. Yeah, I, want I don't people, care. I want people to be able to speak freely, and let's get said what needs to be said. Mix it up with the good, bad, and the ugly, and and let's have it out. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah. Unless you do something really overt, you know, yeah, like try like to Kathy ins- Griffin. Well, yeah, that's see that. Uh, that there, you know, you could make the argument. I, I really didn't particularly care for the way they, she was gone after either. But that was borderline inciting violence. That was a very violent image. Yeah. And that's what I would have to say. Something that's really overt. If somebody gets on the air and actually tries to incite a violence, uh, and, and I'm not saying she was, but it was it, it was a gray area that she was in when you when you display a bloody head. Right. But anyway. Uh, I, I wouldn't if 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 a newscast if a you know a shock jock or whatever would happen to use the public airwaves to incite a riot. Okay, now that's completely different. We can't have that. Right. Uh, yeah. But but you know to, to just go on there and say something ugly or say that he hates somebody. That that's what free speech is. You know, people say, well, you shouldn't say you know talk about hate. Well, that's covered under free speech. You can say, I personally don't like this, that, or the other thing. You can – that's okay. And here again, getting back to what I said, how the well the public is going to accept it, how well your, your employer is going to accept it is another matter. But I don't like these constant things where you have to destroy people's careers simply because they said something you don't like. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I don't care if she got fired. I was just comparing between that and Junior. I don't really care whether she, you know, I, I'm fine if she kept her job. I mean, she's the one who's got to work for me. Like you said, public opinion is going to matter. I mean, if, Refresh my memory. What exactly did he say? He said something pretty bad, if I remember correctly, I, but I don't remember what it was. I mean, it wasn't nothing like I want to kill him or nothing like that. It was just, I don't, I just think he said something along the lines that he didn't think he was a very good president. 
You know, I thought I it was more exactly, than that, but I could be wrong. I, yeah, I, but I, I don't know exactly what phrasing he used. That, but I mean, I don't think it was anything violent related or nothing okay. like that. That is, I know of. But um, uh, now, what's his name? Did Ted Nugent did? Yeah. Ted Nugent said something about killing him or some shit. I forget what the hell he well, said. Did, did, hasn't he? Hasn't he backed away from that? Has he like found religion on on, on what you should say now? <laughs> oh hell, <laughs> Some, I don't somebody. Know. T- Somebody told me that he 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 uh, says that we shouldn't talk like that anymore. Maybe he did. I, I don't I, know. Whether he said that or not, I don't know. But that's why yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really listen to him or follow him lately. Probably why I hadn't. You might have. Maybe he did because he ain't made news. Maybe he's learned <laughs> how to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> but uh, just saying. Uh, I do want to make got just a minute left. I want to make it sound, uh, say that North Korea did fire a missile today over Japan into the Pacific. Yeah. This went clean over to uh, Japan, from what I understand. Kind of getting worried about this now because uh, while we talked to Monday about 9/11, while I don't think it was a, you know it was a sad thing it happened, and I don't think it was a conspiracy you know by the government and that shit. I think it could have been avoided. And I hope we do something about this before it can be avoided, because, but I don't think it's going to come through sanctions. Matter of fact, I, uh, one of the analysts I listened to today said he thinks they won't do nothing until they sit down and have concessions with them in order to make it, get it to where they have an agreement that they can be able to get nuclear weapons. So uh, I don't think sanctions will ever work. But uh, getting kind of weary about it, just, just saying, because... Uh, if we're going to mess around and not do something about this in the long term, we're going to end up having a missile over here, people. I'm just going to let you know. It will happen if something don't get done, if something ain't done with that man. He's trying harder and harder, and they're already predicting that he could, he could reach here by as early as next year. So keep that in mind. It's not a joke. I'm not saying to being stressed and worried about it all the time, but it ain't something to just take lightly and be like, ah, oh, just another chance. That's another threat. Well, until Monday, we're out. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.